three, two. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. My giant ass Stanley. Oh man, I got a giant ass sip there. This is delicious. Welcome in, no punts allowed, Adam and Paige. We are, we're recovering still from a wonderful, Prepare. it wasn't over, no, there was some suspense. There was some suspense. There was a lot of suspense. We had some good stuff happen in college football. We had some blowouts. We have a lot of things to talk about, though. I can't wait. I know we're not starting there. I can't wait to talk about Ryan Day. You and I, in the behind the curtain, yeah. when we were doing our, on Sunday, we were getting ready to do, you know, our top 25 AP poll review. We were, like, already going after it. Like, the producers must have been like, whoa, hey, buddy, like, go, like, take it easy. This like, is in the show. Yeah, before the, the show. show starts, we sit there and just catch up and... uh we had some difference of opinions on a lot of things, um, but Which I is think good. yes. Before we get to all of those things, one thing we can agree on: Municipal, our wonderful sponsor of this podcast, your reps oh, yeah. and gear. Um, no punts twenty off your first order. Get a little, get a little discount from us. Our gift to you um, for listening and supporting, as always. Uh, you know, the the municipal, it's it's getting colder here in in Big Ten land, so I've okay. I've got the municipal. They're not sweatpants. I don't know what they're called. They're but they joggers, perfect. right? They're joggers, joggers. joggers. Yes. God, they sound so goddamn old. Um, they, but they're in the rotation again. Yes. And I wore this to my homecoming. I went to my homecoming football game last weekend, and um, everybody loves municipal. Man, they get a lot of municipal love. Everybody loves the podcast too. I saw people I hadn't seen in 20 years, and they're like, wow, you have the podcast? Like, yeah, it's about college football. I'm not sure you're into yeah, it, but come check it out. Yeah, it's so nope. wild. Um, what yeah. happens when you post on your own personal social media, Adam? Call you it know, out. I, <laughs> the, my algorithm, yes. Your formula. The best my is when formula. I was like, hey, by the way, full, this is a full behind the curtain moment. I, um... I messaged Adam like a couple um, weeks ago. Yeah, it was a and couple weeks. I was like, hey, just so you know, I posted to our Instagram account, but I also added you as a collaborator so you can post it to yours too. And I was like, cool feature, huh? And you're like, yeah. And we've gotten so much love. I also want to say our Formula One post from last week did really well. It has like, it's probably one of our most viewed reels on there is me talking about how I missed a Formula One race. So random shit on this podcast. We know you love it, so we gotta, that's why we, we keep it in the, there. We gotta up the random shit. Yeah, I, I know, um, but yeah, I have some. I have some random shit this week, um, and we'll get to the random shit. But we should start with a little Colorado. We, we, There's so many different places to begin, but mm-hmm. the whole Colorado dream season came undone. Um, I'm so mad I didn't make money off of this. So mad I didn't. Like the line was 21. I'm just mad at we myself. We should have done it. Well, and I, look, we just questioned it because we didn't want, I didn't want to lose money on that. Like, that's something I didn't want to be wrong about. I figured that Oregon would beat them. I wasn't sure it was going to be by 21. Obviously, they did clobber them, um, but I just wasn't Clobbered. ready. I didn't want to bet against Colorado. I didn't feel like it. Um, fair enough. I like that. I didn't feel like it. No, that's all good. Like, I didn't. You, it, the vibes it, are not I, there for me. I, um... I will say I'm exhausted. I know we want to talk about the game and the trash talk. I think I'm, I think there's a couple things this week that I think I'm over. I think I'm done with Colorado. After this discussion, I think I need a little, I need a Colorado like cleanse. Fast. Yeah, okay. cleanse. Like, I, it, Fair. 
it's the the and here's why it's a super interesting story why can't why can't the takes just be reasonable i why can't we just have reasonable colorado takes? i wrote a reasonable colorado take i thought um you did on saturday i I tried like hey this is an amazing story Dion's right when he says this is the worst they're gonna be like as long as he's there he's right and good for him like they deserve a lot of credit and they got whooped i i the the laughable commentary about how like Oregon needed some like extensive tape and like insight from the brotherhood of coaching to help oh beat Colorado was the most laughable thing I've seen on television. Like I block, I don't understand. Like, yeah, like it's not like Dion's running some offense that we've never seen before. And no. that, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't, that was so ridiculous. And I also, the, the apologists of like, Oh, now everyone's dancing on the graves of Colorado. If you talk that much talk, you are going to get people talking back. I'm yes. so sick. When did we yes. become so soft? When did we become so soft? Oh, oh yes. people coming at Dan Lanning saying that like, oh, he's doing it for clicks. He knew what you were doing, bringing the cameras in there. No, he was doing it for recruiting because he knows that that's what Dion's been doing. It's all for recruiting. It is all for recruiting and to be fair, my favorite part of this whole thing was that Colorado's stance on this was like, oh, we don't talk directly to them. We worry about us. And Oregon unleashed the receipts from that game of them talking not only crap about them, but about their coach. And you know what? Dan Lanning had every right to invite those cameras in and say what he said because it's true. And that doesn't mean, and also the other part is, they did it on the field. They did back it up. If you're going to talk that talk, you better be able to back it up. And right. that's what's important. And I'm so sick of everyone being soft and being like, oh, poor Dion. Dion doesn't even care. How many times has Dion told us he doesn't care? But Dan Lanning's not allowed to say that they're doing it for clicks when Dion literally sat in a press conference and said to someone, do you believe now? Do you believe now? To the media, who technically is not supposed to believe in anybody. They're supposed to be like unbiased here. Yeah. It's just... It's a circus, and it's driving me crazy that people can't just be like, hey, this is still a cool story. Colorado still has potential to upset other teams. It could be an exciting year. If he stays at Colorado, it's going to get better. You know, Dan Lanning and Oregon are good, and they deserve their respect. Stomping on someone's field and disrespecting their field, you're going to get it back, okay? I'm just sick of everybody being like, oh, I can't believe we're doing this. It's, it's not unwarranted. Like, come on. Come on. I, uh, Sorry, that okay. was long-winded. Well, I appreciate no, 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 you not no. interrupting the... No, was... you're just machine-gunning the take. You're just... Da, 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 da. It's I just, like it. It's killing me. No, all right. So I've got a few takes. Colorado, like... You, Colorado bat flips, okay? And when somebody bat flips on you, like, bat flip away. I'm team bat yeah. flip, okay? Yeah, and, totally. And, and, like, we've got stories of this week in the NFL, like... The uh, owner saying the running Dolphins the are score. running up the score. Like, yeah. you know, play some fucking defense, right? Yep. Okay. All the, uh, when Oregon become is good. So soft. Oregon is good. I, I think I don't think Lanning wears this well. I don't think he wears it great. I see him say this it's stuff, and and I'm not a believer. And okay. I, and he is not the lamest coach of the week, by the way. Okay, no. by far not the lamest coach. I'll get to him. And I'll get to my lame fucking coach who's been there for 30 years who can't throw a fucking ball to a wide receiver, okay? We'll talk about lame coaches. I have no problem with what Lanning's saying. It just, like, didn't hit right. Like, 
he doesn't seem i had friends over at my house and we're watching this game and they're like you know that guy just doesn't seem cool and i just laughed because i'm kind of like well why does he need it's like amateur hour does nick saban need to do this shit do like do professionals need to say that any of this nonsense for clicks can you imagine nick saban play saying they play for clicks like are you kidding me but nick saban coaches at alabama okay dan lanning coaches at oregon one of the funniest tweets of all time was someone saying this guy of course he's like yeah in our 12th different version of our uniform not getting clicks you know what i mean they're about the attention but people forget but here's the thing the pac-12 has run through Eugene for a very long time. Obviously, yeah. you could are you talking argue that Washington in there as well? But Oregon has been a big part of dominating sure. the Pac-12, leaving to go to a different conference. Completely understand, but that's disrespect. It's disrespectful, I think, to the rest of the Pac-12 that Colorado has been getting the attention that it has, and the level of disrespect towards their opponents was the issue. And I don't mind. That if someone is saying that stuff about your team or your program, that you have these conversations and can speak back about these things. And I'm not just talking about Dan Lanning. I'm team talk your talk. If somebody's going to say something about your team publicly, we need to start calling people out publicly on this because it's amazing. I would hope that if I said something that somebody didn't say, Paige, you were wrong and don't say that stuff about my team and defend my team. Now, Ryan Day, probably not listening to this podcast, although I will start sending him links so that he can and that oh, he can maybe clown not on whoever one. he wants. but Maybe not this. No, but I just think it it's so entertaining to me that, like, we've gotten to this point where, like, everyone is like, oh, yeah, it's great for Dion to be able to say this stuff and make it personal and do all of those things, which is great. He should be allowed to do that. I agree. But I also think that everybody else should be allowed to have those moments, and Oregon is one of those teams. Guess what? This week, Lincoln Riley, not going to say a thing. I can guarantee you he's not going to say a thing. USC is not going to have the same trash talk. They're not going to mention the same things because it's different. It depends on the program, and Oregon is one of those programs that also is of substance for sure on the field, but also does it for clicks, and that's okay. But to say that, like, it's hypocritical. I think it's hypocritical to criticize that and be Team Dion only and only have eyes for that Pac-12 coach. That just kills I mean, me. I'm going to contradict myself. While I didn't think Dan Lanning wore this role well, we want this stuff. We want oh, absolutely. personality. Yes, we do. We, we do. But we, suddenly, we all of a sudden, it. mainstream media doesn't. They're like, oh, okay. And I, I mean, no, I've, they I've love it because it's talking points. Like. It's talking Skip points, Bayless but then they're talking about this. feeling bad for yeah. Dion, who doesn't no, care, just... by the way. I already said this. I will repeat this. Dion literally doesn't care what anyone says about him or is putting out there. And if Dan Landing needs to say that stuff to get his team to drop an absolute hammer on Colorado, so be it. I don't care. Do it. Um, I, no, good good for uh, Dan Landing. By the way, team, like, we have to yeah. assemble the Bo Nix caravan again. Um, I'm yes, getting, we do. I'm I, getting, I, I'm I, getting, I, I, let me I, I want to get that back up, together. Hand up, let me say this. I am the world's biggest Oregon hater. That's how you know that this has drove, driven me crazy is because I always, any opportunity I get, I will bag on Oregon. Any chance. But in this <laughs> opportunity, I was like, this is this is un, unrealistic expectations here for them to just sit there quietly and not react to some of the stuff Did, that was happening in that situation. And I appreciated what Dan Lanning said and was cool with it. 
because that's football. That's football. I hate he, to be like, he's the, doing, oh, it's football he, guy. Dan, but... No, no, no. By the way, Dan Lanning's doing a tremendous job. You want mm-hmm. to connect the dots to somebody that could replace Nick Saban. That yeah. guy makes a lot of sense. Like, I, then, that guy makes a ton of sense. I'm, I don't want to do this game, but Bo Nix, amazing. Um, they yes. could have won that game 90-6, to six, like, if they yep. wanted to. Like, they could have. Now, let's talk about Ryan Day. Okay. How... You can go first. All right. You give I me the floor, I'll give you the floor. I can't stop thinking about you win this game in wild fashion, fourth downs, third downs, uh, basically a walk-off touchdown, right? They had 10 players on the field. That's a disaster for Notre Dame. It's the second time they've done it this year. Also a disaster. You win this game. You're handed the mic. Adam Kramer, this is the biggest moment of your of your life. Tell me what you're thinking right now. I'd like to thank my teammates. I'd like to thank my wife. I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank coaches. I'd like to thank I'd like to thank all the players. What a tremendous effort. No. No, 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 Adam. I want to know where fucking Lou Holtz is right now. That is never not going to be funny to me. Lou Holtz, he is Did you see him? I, I don't want to make fun of an elderly man. He's <laughs> he's very old. He's very old. He's slumped in his chair. He's saying things elderly Men say it was behind the curtain real quick when you and I were talking over the weekend. I said, well, he's like my grandfather. And then I had to remind you that I don't have any living grandfathers. And it was awkward and weird in a, in a perfectly no punts way. But to call out Lou Holtz, like, and to do it like he's like a WWE heel, like, oh, like he's got this. He's got a good set of pipes, actually, Ryan Day. Shout out to the pipes. Yeah, he does. He's realize. like, oh, he, he was getting into the church. Like, he's getting into his church. Like, oh, man, he could just cast that thing his out. His preacher. His yeah, preacher yeah, voice. Oh, he plays, oh, Lord, oh, 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 Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz is an old man who just talked a little shit. When you acknowledge him, you let us in to know where you're at. It's much different than Dan Landing. Dan Landing is talking relevant shit, okay? Relevant shit to pump up okay. his team. Brian Day has decided... That he's picking a fight with Lou Holtz, and I so, fucking love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I here's the thing: is a lot of people agree with you. I can't sit here and say that like talk your talk and not let Ryan Day do the same because here's why. I also think this is a culmination of Ryan Day just being beat to pieces publicly yeah. and not flinching once. He has not said anything disrespectful about the criticism of him. He's alluded to the fact that it's, you know, tough, but he doesn't care, and he just keeps focused. And like I said about Dan Lanning, do whatever you need to do to get your guys going. Like, if he he was doing it because it was more of, like, I've got my guys' backs, and if someone's going to say something, I'm going to say something back. And that's the kind of stuff that, like, that probably came up in the locker room. Like, they probably knew about that. Like, no, the obviously, players were like, who the fuck is Lou Holtz? That's what his I players doubt it. No, they're being doubted. They use anything they can. They use anything they can. But also, like, like I said, this has been two years of Ryan Day being just beat up for not winning big games. And in I his mind, that was a big game. And he took that opportunity to be like, you know what? Stop talking about Ohio State and me being on the, quote, hot seat. 
when I'm actually really good at this, even though that game was a terrible, terrible display of his coaching ability and oh some serious flaws in his decision making. By was, the way, that's the part about it that was comical was like of all the games, like, hey, buddy, you beat Michigan. Go ahead and talk that talk. OK, go ahead and get out there and say, I told you so. Stop talking your talk about me. OK, I totally get that. So I understand why it seemed a little off, but I do get after a while, you just get frustrated and you just let yeah. it out and you do want to defend those players. And again, it all goes back to recruiting and the things that are out there. He's saying these things and as a coach protecting his guys and like that, that's a big, that's a big deal. Like that's, that's the, the, the football guy thing, you know, and I, I'm, but- I'm okay with it. And I understand that Lou Holtz is old. But also, like, if you're going to let people be on TV and talk about this stuff, then fair game. It's fair game, in my opinion. I don't care. If my grandpa said that stuff, I would hope that somebody would call my grandpa out. Shoot, I would. I um, I like Lou Holtz responded again. It was just like, yeah, you know what? Beat Michigan. You suck. Like, like Lou Holtz is just like, don't I mean, engage I, I, Lou Holtz. Honestly, I would give anything for this Ohio State team to beat Michigan. And let Ryan Day do that all over again. That would bring me so much joy because I do really like Ryan Day. Um, I will say the other the other person that um, called someone out was Jake Dickert, who's the um, head coach um, for uh, Washington State. And he talked about how yes. Lee Corso made a comment on game day. I don't know. You had said that he maybe misinterpreted what he was saying. Yes. It, there was confusion about, like, the nobody cares bowl or the nobody wants them bowl like and yeah he no he 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 apologized but not even apologized um did you see his response yesterday like to the Lee? comments like uh no Dickert the coach yeah no, I mean, he, no. He, he he actually like in a in a weekend of coaches he like gave uh he called Lee Corso over the weekend yeah he he talked to him he gave game day a lot of pride obviously Washington State flag is on it and and basically, yeah. he just unloaded and saying, we're all really frustrated. It's going to change all of our lives, and I'm defending our program and our players. Yeah. Actually, super articulate, like very well, like in the moment, got clearly got caught up. I, I yes. He's doing a hell of a job, by the way, Um, and, yeah. and did a really and, good job with this. And to that point, like I think there's so much going on in college football, like with the Ryan Day stuff, like the conversation around should he be the Ohio State coach can be very frustrating. The conversation that surrounds and the focus that's been on Colorado, super frustrating for other programs. Washington State, obviously being left behind in the Pac-12, very frustrating. There's just so much going on that I think that's why we're Stakes seeing a lot of this stuff. Stakes. We saw we saw Matt Campbell last week um, react to somebody saying he was on the hot seat. Like things are just escalated a little bit. Everybody's a little on edge, yes. kind of like we talked about earlier. Everybody is a little on edge right now, and. You know what? I'm okay with everybody airing out their grievances, having adult conversations about this, and maybe getting something from communicating about this stuff. Because to be fair, like, it is hard when people make fun of, I can imagine, like, we poke fun at the fact that the Pac-12 is now done. And, you know, as someone who is a big Pac-12 fan, like, I yesterday tweeted this. I was like, I cannot believe we let Larry Scott ruin this. Like, this conference, like, we, there was, like, what, 10.5 million viewers of the Colorado-Oregon game, and it was a blowout. Like, it just, it makes me so sad. And so I can't imagine what it's like to coach at a program that's involved in the Pac-12, that especially the ones that are being left behind for other places. Like, 
That has to be really, really hard and sad. It's like if you're giving everything to your job, then you want to be respected. And to have people publicly comment and make fun of and tease and do all of that stuff can be frustrating at times. So I'm okay with people kind of getting it all out. Because it is. It's crazy. It's it's where we are at in college football is nuts. Ryan Day needs to punch up, right? Call out, like, call out Jim Harbaugh. Like, and you know what, Jim Harbaugh? Suck it. Oh, for saying that like, he started you know, on like, third base or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this my, is for you, Jim headphone. Harbaugh. We're really just struggling today. I lost my headphone. I couldn't I, even hear I you. I just, I just, I don't, um, don't punch Lou Holtz, man. Like Ryan Day, and and you're I you know what? In fairness, I will agree. Ryan Day has like maybe the hardest job in college football, yes. where he can win ninety percent of his games, and we're like, you know what, dude, kind of sucks. And I, you're right, had some horrible calls, horrible calls. Oh my god, horrible calls. He in this makes game, it easy sometimes. Yes, but I mean, I if I were in that I, position, no chance that I would be able to take it as well as he's taking it. So if he wants to get off no, the no, Steve no. and be I, mad at Lou Holtz, go for it. I don't care. Wow, this is quite the rant um, we've, we've just had today, but I, oh, I'm no, going to no, let no. you. Oh, no. We're about let's... to get into the best form of this rant. So as an Iowa guy, let's let's let you have have the floor after um, this weekend. Um, especially, I'm not, not trying to make things worse, but I'm about to. Uh, remember when you told me that Iowa was good for 10 points yeah. and that over didn't hit? And you they convinced me on the got... podcast with the over. So um, just 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 going to start there, and then you can go ahead and say what you need to say to defend yourself or go against Iowa at this point now. Oh, I, I have no defense. I mean, Iowa had 76 yards of offense, okay? I know the weather was tough. I know Penn State is good. 76 yards of offense. Iowa yeah. fans, wait, I, talk, I talked to Clemson fans a couple of weeks ago. I want to I talk to Iowa fans. Iowa fans, please hear me out. We cannot do this anymore. We cannot stomach. I cannot do this for, I could do it this year because whatever, it is what it is. This Brian Ferentz contract is very dumb. And while I do appreciate what Kirk Ferentz has done for this program, I need, I need a clean start. I can't stomach this shit, Paige. I cannot watch Iowa do Iowa things. I'm betting them this week, by the way, but I can't watch this like continuously I log in to twitter.com or X or whatever it is now. And the only thing that I see are statistics about how bad Iowa's offense is. So today I made a, I made a point about it, right? You know what people sent me? Uh, more notes about how bad Iowa's offense are. So I wanted to read you a couple. Okay. Um, I'm ready. Let's see. Day since every big team, big, big 10 team was shut out. Rutgers, 304. You know, Nebraska, 9,866 days. Iowa, three days, right? I mean, you, these are, people are just torturing me. Iowa had four first downs versus Penn State. Army had four first downs passing versus Syracuse. Army also had six first downs on the opening drive versus Syracuse. Michael Penix has thrown 16 touchdown passes in four games. Iowa, the same amount that Iowa has thrown in their past 26 games. These stats are I mean, everywhere. Alarming. Well, so you, I mean, you've got but the also the fact that like this team was ranked in the top 25. Which I said was bullshit, by the way. What I are was we not, doing? I, what are, what we, are doing? we doing? I, I, I like the, the, there's that quote from 
Cade McNamara, we talked about it early in the preseason where he's like, go ahead, doubt our offense. Like, yeah, I dare say you. say we're the worst doubt. offense. And it's like, no, no. And then, of course, <laughs> we are the worst offense. So I'm just, it's it reaches a point like that we're allowing this to happen for a coach at, to allow his son to be on the staff. I know that must be hard. We have these stupid 25 fucking point per game. I mean, this is just a clown show. More than usual. It, it was a charming yeah. clown show in the past. It, my Twitter no, feed not so on much. Saturday night was a bunch of depressed Iowa fans saying, you know what? I'm ready to see what else is out there. And you know what? I am too. I'm, I am I wave the white flag. Bethem minus 12 and a half versus Michigan State, by the way. Just, just saying. But I'm still waiting. I can't do this anymore page i can't i can't do it yeah and also like give your kids some hope and like let them root for another team oh geez what the fuck that's that's cold are you talking to me like my kids yeah <laughs> you're telling my kids to abandon me they've already yeah, abandoned I'm telling the jets them, they're like no telling... like i'm a jets fan in iowa don't well just think about Think about what I watched this weekend. Think Talk about what it. I saw in consecutive fucking days. Ten points combined. Ten points from two football teams. That's yeah. just that's disgusting combination. That, that is, if you're a Jets and an Iowa fan, first off, you are a loser, okay? And I am a loser. That is, like, who, what did I do to deserve, and I'm a Mets fan. Jets, <sighs> Mets, Iowa. Like, Loserville, ring the bell. Loserville, <laughs> right here. I'm sorry. I I forgot about the Jets thing, too. I mean, what a debacle. I am king of debacles. That's it. I'm sorry. My heart is Good. pounding feel, right now. Do you feel better? Do you feel better? That's what this is about, is really just feeling better about the whole situation. No, I have a headache all of a sudden. But I, I do feel a little <laughs> like, bit better. The pressure headache, just from talking yeah. about sports. Yeah, the Chiefs game is not going to go well. Let's um, let's give you good. let's give you some relief and let's talk about what everyone is talking about that has nothing to do with football but everything to do with football and that is that Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game. Now we've talked about this relationship on this podcast before. Um I was at a bridal shower on Sunday. And when Taylor when it started to the Shefty tweet went out, there started to be pictures, everything started to happen. My phone blew up because this this is my Roman Empire. Which, by the way, it's weird that I haven't asked you how often you think about the Roman Empire. Um, Very but little. We'll get we'll 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 get to that in random random shit. But Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, the content, her screaming "Let's fucking go" when he scored a touchdown. Um, the like Swifties now caring about football, buying Travis Kelsey jerseys, <laughs> wanting tickets to the Jets game. Um, because they think they're going to see her. Uh, for bastards. I mean, look, good for the Jets because they're in a bad spot in terms of selling tickets, I'm sure, um, with what they're dealing with. So uh, so I'm sure that Taylor Swift is helping. But one, I just want to say I am so happy that this is happening and I hope it continues to happen. A lot of people think this is a PR relationship and it's fake. I think they're just having fun and I hope this continues because I literally all I want is for there to be content of Travis Kelsey with his nieces and Jason Kelsey and Kylie at a Taylor Swift concert. That's all I need. That's the only thing that I need out of this relationship is footage from that because those girls 
are legitimately going to think it's the coolest thing that they're like Auntie Taylor is like a massive superstar and they get to go to like Taylor Swift concerts all the time. All right. I I was very online and this was obviously covered as nauseum. I'm a it, little surprised how big this is. And maybe that's on me for yeah, a while. You're already ready to rip my voice box out. Like you're looking I at am. me like Remember when um, you talked shit about Taylor Swift last week? I'm not doing that either. I I just her her yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, never mind. Reverse. Uh her star power is pretty unbelievable. Like she is the biggest star on the universe right now. Like she is. Like yep. is there a like so my daughter loves Taylor Swift. I am team Taylor mm-hmm. Swift, by the way. I'm not I'm gonna just be careful about the whole boyfriend thing. I'm not gonna walk down that road again. But yeah. um I don't know if this is real. Like that's the thing. I don't think it's a PR stunt. Like no, neither of them they really need PR. to do this. They like, don't why need would... PR in any way. Travis Kelsey probably hates this. I would imagine. Um, no, no. I, Come I, on, I, he loves this. I think he's yeah. noticing that this is a different level than maybe he initially thought. But I think of of anyone that plays in the NFL, he's perfectly capable of handling what comes with this. Um, I mean, the comment section of his posts are absolutely hilarious. They're like Taylor Swift fans being like, are you our new dad? Like, it's like this whole thing. Like, they just swarm. He um, he gained 300,000 um, new Instagram followers overnight. Um, yeah, Jesus. it's just his, obviously, um, jersey sales went up, all those things. Um, the best content on the internet is by far the, the women saying to their husbands that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map and them just like, exploding it's great because no it's good it's just so funny because like you know guys make fun of like how into taylor swift women are but like when you see how into football and how much they care about players and like certain takes this stuff is hilarious and i love it if it brings more people i saw a stat that there were more like a spike in women watching um football and like hey I'm what? I'm here for it. I'm all was here she, for it. Was she? Was she? Oh, that, no, that is a very good thing. Like more fans of football, good, good for business, yeah. good for everything. Was she actually um, carted out in the popcorn machine? I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's a level of superstardom that she is, though. Like she has to do that regularly. That's not like a. And here's the thing: is like that's not new for her to have to do this kind of stuff in terms of her relationships. And I think that's why she just I believe like went and had fun with it because it was like why not why not go do this meet somebody who's like actually into you who like publicly has said he's into you and like you know what worst case scenario, it doesn't work out it's fine but at least she like okay. tried and had fun and like got to go to a football game Can- and like made the internet you know go crazy and the other theory i don't know if this is like deep deep oh, taylor no. swift rabbit hole know. but like the uh usher was announced as the nfl um or the super, super bowl, bowl. Yep. Uh, performer and Kim Kardashian was in like the thing there's like a beef between like Taylor and the Kardashians and stuff with like Kanye and everything and everyone was like look at Taylor just like wiping that announcement off the planet and the NFL totally He's... buying into it they changed their Instagram bios they changed their TikTok bios they've done everything to surround themselves with Taylor Swift the other part of this that I've mentioned before I'm so happy that this is happening because it's like grown men talking about Taylor Swift and like in a good way and and on NFL broadcasts. And I know there's just some guys at home just like raging because they're like, we just want to talk about football. And it's not a woman saying it for them to get mad at. It's everybody talking about it. So you can't really get mad because it's just a part of it. Yeah. 
So ultimately, it's the greatest because this is like my two worlds like just colliding together. It's like the greatest for me because like I obviously love Taylor Swift, but I also just love like the whole like girly girl community and like being into things so intensely and having it mesh with the football world is like the best thing possible. But I will say, I think uh, he talked about it on his podcast. Of course, I watched that like immediately this morning and, you know, was very sweet and respectful and yeah I hope I hope it continues and I hope she continues going to games and having fun she was living her best life I mean he rented out a a restaurant afterwards for her and like his mom and all of his friends and his teammates and like why not you know what I mean um she's dropping the f-bomb in front of the mom pretty quick like which but of all moms like come on well but mom didn't look thrilled like what? Mom you didn't are look thrilled. Insane. The mom didn't you look thrilled. You are insane. You know what? You Someone are insane. has to. I mean, no, no. Well, that is of mom, all the takes you could have had against it. Like one of my best friends was like, like "Look, I think this is silly." It. You're like, "Mom, did it look thrilled?" Donna was literally living her best life. Her future daughter-in-law could be Taylor Swift. Like she's one mom, of them. She's the most. She's the most famous mom of all the moms. Why not have the most famous person I'm in just, the world? I'm, I no, I get that. Like Taylor's like, let's back and go, and like mom's just like, like golf clapping. Whatever I, you're reading, someone too much has into to it. keep levity on no. the Swift conversation. No. no, you just want me to go like enormous. Yes, I want By you the way, to be into um, this too. My my daughter for this will bring you back to my side. Um, my Olivia is being a Swifty for Halloween. That is, okay. it is, that is what she's being. Do you know and what era? Come again? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know what era? No, I don't even know that's a Taylor thing. Swift? Do you have to pick an era? Do you know? Like, this is, no, I, I. Do you like, know? Wait, 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 hold on. So the, she's, she's being like Taylor Swift for Halloween? I think she's being a Swifty. Which like, is a Taylor Swift is, fan. So she's just dressed. Uh-huh. She's just dressing up. Okay so, she's, stuff. okay, so it's probably oh, just like just the gear and stuff, or she had like a costume. Paige, Have you seen it? I, I am. You no, can't. There's you can't no come into yet. this conversation without. Next week, I'm going to need details of what's happening. I am just repeating what I am on a. I am on a need to know. I'm on a need to know basis. Okay, and and right now, this is what I know. Um, um I will was get. Was she more aware that Taylor Swift was at a football what, game this weekend? What era? Yeah, yes. I know what era. She was aware that. She, that Taylor was at a football game this weekend. Did you turn it on? Yes. The football game. Um, I was. What were we doing? Uh, no, I okay. was at a indoor oh, indoor water, water park. park. Yeah, you were at the water park. On. I forgot. I totally forgot which we're gonna get to. But, it was, but it was on as I was waiting 20, 28 minutes to get a single beer. It was on at the indoor water park, so I did see. Sounds some like of you're it. on a thrilling time, but yes, no. Um, yes. happy for all of the the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey content going forward. I'm fine with it. Welcome fine. to the Swifties who are football fans now. Y'all, y'all are pretty fucking intense, though. I'll say wow. that. Like, y'all yeah. are like y'all are taking over the world. Like, football well, it's fans a dominating force. It, it is like, it, it it's intimidating. Like, I'm yeah. scared. Like a little, like I respect y'all. I like the movement. I'm respectfully I like scared. Her. I'm respectfully scared. Yeah. Like I'm just like backing away. It's like I, the sheer magnitude of this is 
amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, it was everybody was talking about it, and it was incredible. Oh gosh, it just it makes me so happy. Like nothing uh, else really uh, matters in the world. Well, there's one thing that matters in the world, which is, and that's Washington football. Um, yes. I okay. I know this is yeah. An let's get to the college football. But, but no, game. but I, I just thank I, you for well, letting no, me have I, that I do, moment. I want. I want one more. This is a positive rant. We've ranted about negatives of coaches and what they've said, and Swifties is all positive, largely. Um, but I am. I am all for Washington just beating the living shit out of teams. And what I love about this conversation, because we talk about polarizing, they haven't really played anybody. Um, but they're just killing teams, and it's they're so fun. good. They're so good. I did bet Michael Penix to win the Heisman. That was my pick before the season. And guess what? Look, now he's I a Heisman look, favorite. Now he's a Heisman favorite. I get to shoot a video after we talk for PR betting. Talk about the Heisman race now. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work out. Um, but this is very different. Like this is them, like of fourteen nothing before the offense is on the field. They're doing it in different yeah. ways. They're doing it with the offense. They're doing it with the defense. I they play Arizona. They play your team this week, right? Like this is a uh, I believe Washington plays Arizona. Um, they do, <laughs> but I'm terrified. Let's not talk about it. like much like you're terrified of well, the Swifties. I'm terrified of the Huskies. Um, yeah, I I would argue that they should probably be ranked number one overall in the country. Like that's how well they're playing and how dominant they are being. And the teams like Michigan and Georgia have had their struggles against teams that are terrible. And I just I. It is so irritating. We do ev- this every week with the AP poll. Once yes. we get to playoff, it's a lot better. But um, playoff rankings, that is. Um, yes. But having to every week explain why Michigan and Georgia are at the top of the AP poll just kind of is exhausting. Because honestly, Washington deserves every right to be talked about as the best team in the country right now. I mean, they are, like you said, they're doing it on both sides of the ball. It's not just that we knew that offense was going to be good. Same with Oregon. Um, but defensively, those, those were that was the question. Can they, you know, not only I, create point point opportunities, but make stops? And it's because obviously that's a knock on USC, who, by the way, looks like hot doo-doo on, on defense. It, that, was, that was not great. That was not good. Um, I just, like, I don't know where Washington goes. But uh, I think you got Arizona, you got to buy. Then they play Oregon, right? And okay. I believe it's at home. Um, it's it's just a great deal of That's fun to watch. That's going to be such a good game. Holy smokes. And- like, I can't wait. That will shatter if those two teams can dominate. That will shatter all kinds of records in terms of watching people watching because it'll be such a good I, game. I, you know what's interesting, though? Because, like, Washington is very polarizing. Kind of like Colorado, but different. Like, because I think you have a huge number of people that think that Washington is still like, yeah, they're not playing anybody. They've played Michigan State. See, and I'd argue this: they've played Boise State, fifty-six to nineteen; Tulsa, forty-three to ten; Michigan State, forty-one to seven; and Cal, fifty-nine to thirty-two. By the way, Cal is almost a two-touchdown favorite over Arizona State, who isn't very good, but showed some heart against USC. They haven't played a great team, but they're not playing duds either. They're playing yeah. power five well, schools, yeah, and they're beating them mercifully. Like but, just, yes, like they are handing it to these teams, and that's the difference between them and Michigan and Georgia. Because I would say the competition is probably better that that 
Washington has played, but if you put them, say they're even, they're just even. The way that that Washington has beat these teams has been significantly more dominant and less concerning yes. in moments. Not to say that Georgia and Michigan haven't been dominant in certain games, and obviously scores at the end of the game will <laughs> tell you that. But if you watch them play, um, it's been pretty consistent for Washington, and I don't think that publicly and in the media in anything we're talking about it enough um I think Washington I and Penn State are two teams that like you know got hype certainly coming into the year but I don't think that we've taken them seriously yet and obviously we haven't gotten to big enough games to really judge but that that Washington Oregon game is going to be a all-out fight and oh. I cannot wait it's going to be so good um would you like to talk about this week's games is there anything else yes we are um I oh, actually um, we didn't talk about oh you had something no you first I was gonna say we didn't talk about Notre Dame I do because we were so busy talking about Ohio State and that first of all I think one obviously there's no moral victories but I feel like that was a moral victory for Notre Dame that was a tough fought game um I don't I was glad to see that they didn't fall really far in the AP poll because I do think people still respect them and they do still have a decent schedule moving forward. Um, but I, it's like, I kind of wanted to discuss maybe like what you think potential is for this specific team, because again, you know, that was a big one to kind of let go. And especially when you were in it, um, do you think there's still potential playoff hope here if they win the rest of their games? It's so sad. Uh, and I have thoughts on their game against Duke, uh, at least a total in locks, but as a, um, I think it was Bud Elliott make a pretty compelling point about their schedule the rest of the way. So they play at Duke. Duke's pretty good. Obviously, the point spread's under their touchdown. Um, yeah. You play you you play Louisville, undefeated right now. You play USC. Pitt is fucking terrible. I don't know what happened to them. Uh, Clemson, you play at Clemson, and then Wake Forest and Stanford. So, like, I mean, this schedule has some teeth. But it's tough because if you're behind, you, you lost Ohio State. So let's say it's Michigan, Ohio State. And this was the point that Bud made. Like the Pac 12 is loaded right now, the schedule is loaded. Um, it becomes a numbers game. And unfortunately, when you yeah. lose a game like this and you could be going head to head with an Ohio State, you're probably not going to win that discussion. So it, I think this is a really good Notre Dame team. It's a shame that the 10, you know, you have 10 people on the field for this play. It's like, that is agonizing. Um, I think the playoff is obviously still alive. You can't say it can't be alive, but yeah, they're at a point right now where they're going to need some help. Like they need things to already sort of fall their way, which is brutal after you lose so close to such a really good team, but that's how thin the margins are. Yeah. I mean, it can certainly happen. I know it happened for Ohio state last year in the sense that USC um, didn't end up winning in the Pac-12 championship game, and that would have been a conversation. I do think that the Pac-12 is going to be a very, very big issue because I can see there being a one-loss Pac-12 team and a undefeated Pac-12 champ, um, and it being a very difficult conversation of who is one or two or whatever other conference may have the Ohio State Michigan thing again. You know, it it's certainly the the Big Ten and the Pac twelve are certainly a problem. I know 
you know, Florida State obviously going to be in that conversation and hopefully they don't lose a close game that, you know, they've been in a couple close games, so I'm a little worried that they're going to lose a game they shouldn't and do like a cleansing sort of situation and kind of knock themselves out of it. But I could see the Pac-12 not doing what it usually does and actually getting to a place where two teams could be in that conversation, especially because divisions are gone this year and it's the two best teams in the conference that are playing each other. And they won't there. I don't believe that Washington plays USC during the regular season. Um, by the way, for Notre Dame, that's like as heartbreaking of a football loss oh my as, you, gosh. as you will see during the regular season. That is as as gut-wrenching of a loss oh. as you can draw up. Um, yeah. By the also, way, I was man, wrong. USC and, and Washington do play each other in November. Oh, oh, Who was oh, I oh, thinking oh, that oh. didn't play each other? That could be considered. Maybe Utah? Utah and Washington? I got Utah thoughts too, by the Utah, way. Utah, Washington, play each other. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. Anyway, um, it's um, gonna be it's gonna be battle royale, which yeah. honestly is a perfect segue. Let's talk about this week's games. Um, Utah, Oregon State is a Friday night delight. I love that this game is on Friday night. Um, I would I could make the argument, it's not a great week of games. Okay, let's just be real. I have uh, now. I uh, I gotta slow down. I get very excited. I have this game in my locks of the week, um, so I will be careful. But you want to look at the chaos that is the Pac-12. Look no further than undefeated Utah getting points against a team that just Jeez. like you know kind of came undone against Washington State. Like this is the depth yeah. of the conference. So I love absolutely. What time does this game start at? Oh, Eight p.m. Central Time on a Friday night. Kids are. Kids are asleep. Wine is like aggressively being poured. Like, yes, this is this is all like one hundred percent five stars for me. Okay, and I'll yeah. pick. I, yeah, I that'll be my locks of the week. I just realized Ooh. right now that I didn't put them in the docs. So, oh, I know where you're going. Def- I think we're going head to head. No, just... no, no, no. I think we're gonna be on the same side. All right. Well, we'll. But we'll have anyway, to, we'll the have to see. um. um Yes, other games that are this week, um, Texas and Kansas. It's Buddy. a tough betting game for me. I'm, I, I, this I'm is praying not for in my you on this one. You think this is going to be a problem for Texas? Yeah. Like, uh, It's just always it a weird game. I, think, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. So it's a, it's a big it's, number at 16 and a half, right? Let me make sure that, that like what our updated line is here. 16 and a half. The total is 63 and a half. Kansas is quietly good again. They're ranked again. Um, I, again, I don't have this in the locks. I, 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 my thoughts on tech, I've said so many things about Texas. I feel like I, I just you like love play Texas the, play so the much, but I, but again, it would be so typical Texas to be beat Alabama and then lose to Kansas. The Texas like, vibes right now buddy. though feel pretty immaculate. Like they are not doing Texas shit at the okay. moment. Play this clip next week when they do like the most Texas shit and lose mm-hmm. to Kansas again. They've lost to Kansas, but Kansas was bad. I, this Kansas team is fun. Who's Kansas beat though? They just beat BYU. They beat Illinois. That was a good win. They beat Nevada. Close. They beat Missouri State. I think Texas may kick the shit out of them. I'm going to go ahead and record um, and say I think Texas. Okay. It's gonna I, hold we'll I, mean, see. I, think, I think this is exercising the demons. And then yes. and then Sark's gonna call out fucking 
what's an old man that I could call out? Some prick, some some just random old guy. Like afterwards, okay. like that. Call uh, out old coaches. <laughs> That's what Sark's really be. harping on this Ryan Day thing. Um, thoughts on I Duke can't. I'm, and I'm sorry. Notre Dame. I'm sorry. You said you had thoughts on Duke and Notre Dame. I've got a thought on the total. I, I think it's one of the hardest games to bet on the board. I don't know if you have extensive thoughts here. Like no, I just Notre I Dame mean I gave I gave credit where credit was due this week for UNC and Duke. I think they both have proven that they're respectable enough to be in the top twenty-five. I was a little concerned. I thought that that game against Clemson maybe was a fluke, but I think Duke looks pretty good. I don't think they beat Notre Dame, but we'll see. I'm asking you an impossible question, but like, what is the Notre Dame mindset? Because if there's going to be a hangover, like you this could be like, the ultimate no, hangover. They can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, but I don't. I don't think so because you know that you have to keep winning. Like you just and you saw what happened to Clemson. Like you just, I think you're able to get yourself back in a situation, and you're not going to overlook this team. I really don't think they will. I watched. I'm we'll glad this, this is a night. The same. No, I'm glad this is a night game because it's like you do a sleepy game at Duke, and you're like, like it. You, it. I don't know if it would go as well. Like. Sam Hartman cures a lot of these concerns, but um, Duke's pretty good. Like Duke is like like they have not a lot a lot of points. Yeah, the quarterback is really good at a at at both running and throwing. Um, mm-hmm. I think Duke may be outmatched, but like they did it with Clemson, and Clemson may not be as bad as we thought either, even though they lost. Yeah. Um. Did you see the Florida Kentucky line? Uh, one and a half, I believe. Yeah, Hold on, Kentucky. let me double check. What is that? Kentucky. Kentucky is favored. You like Kentucky? No, I'm just saying that Kentucky is favored. Yeah. I did not. Why is Kentucky Kentucky's favored? Kentucky's been decent, though. Like, they've been okay. I guess it's at home, like, but like. Yeah. I mean, are I we. That's weird to uh, me. I mean, don't way. get me wrong. I, the fact that the Florida Tennessee thing in. Um, in the top twenty-five, that was a little wild, but I I think to your point about the Last. the Oregon State Utah game, this is a little strange that Florida, you're giving Florida points here. I got to give a shout out to the Tennessee fan who got up in my Twitter mentions after our AP poll stream and started giving me shit. This guy remembered that I picked Utah State to beat Tennessee when Chucky Keaton was the quarterback and was calling me on it. I got a, I, I got mad respect for this guy. He goes, wow. he, he sent me like four tweets, and then mm-hmm. he, I, he said it was he wasn't following me, and then he started following, me. and he he started calling me out that I picked Chucky Keaton to beat Tennessee, and like, dude, mad respect. If you could hold a grudge, when did Ch- Chucky Keaton play? Like four or five years ago. Love Chucky Keaton, by the way, big Chucky Keaton guy. Um, if this guy's gonna call me out, I'm. I gotta love it. I mean, that's a grudge right there. That's a multi-year. That is a grudge. I don't even remember if they played, but he 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 said it repeatedly. Like the internet never lies, of course. Um, yeah, but that's bullshit, by the way. That that Tennessee's ranked above Florida. Glad you brought it up. Um, okay, one more USC Colorado. Are they in your locks? Do you? Um, no. I don't know what to do with this game. I'm not betting again. I told you I'm not betting against Colorado. I'm not. It's it's not the vibe for me. It's really not. 
I think I'm going to go under the total. I'm, and it's not a lock, but I, I, I feel like we're going a little goofy with these totals. 73 and a half is a ton of points. It is a ton. I, I know both these offenses can score. I know both these quarterbacks can score. I, I actually tend to lean Colorado in the under is probably what I would go here. Okay. I, I, I'm not, they're yeah, playing I, at home. USC I, I not great against the, I mean, actually that's not true. They've covered, but um, yeah, I, I, against Arizona state, that was very concerning. So I wouldn't say that I'm comfortable taking that, those points. The are, total are is also for, a lot. It's too much. It's way too much. Uh, are you ready for locks of the week? Yes, but I'm going to pick some points. This, guess what this, uh, guess what this week is about. Dogs. Um, dog, um, we're taking dogs? dogs. We're taking dogs. Like underdogs, not like mascot dogs. dogs. Not mascot dogs. That we're would be a great week. Dogs. If you could dedicate a week dogs. to just picking dog mascots or animal like mascots, dogs. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that. Um Those all right. are mine from last week. I will take us away. You could you could start us. I have not put our my locks in the dock. Not because I'm hiding anything, but because I'm lazy. Yeah, I mean, you've so done we it two know, weeks in a row, so um, I think you are hiding things. Um, but share, it's okay. Share. Um, I'm going to take Utah with the points. See, I knew we were going the other way. I'm going Oregon State. You're going That's Oregon why... State? After watching what happened with Washington State? Oregon State is my gather up the chips, gather them up, and slide them to the middle of the table. Okay. I love this. I love I, home field advantage page in the Pac-12 is just fucking bananas. If it's in Oregon, Oregon wins. If it's in Washington, Washington wins. It, it like home field is nuts. I now I don't. The only conflicting thing is what the hell is going on with Cam Rising? He's like permanently yeah. questionable and does not play, and that's a little weird. But like, I yeah. it doesn't impact my opinion on this. Utah is really good, but. Um, we're going to go our separate ways. We're going to hope for the best. Right. That's fair. Um, what do you have? Um, what do you have next? Kansas plus 16. God damn it. Um, Are you taking Texas? No, I'm not. I'm going to stay okay. away. I'm going to stay away. I don't I don't love this game. I actually just saw your picks, and I do love one of the picks that I think I'm going to adopt here momentarily, but I'll move down the list of mine. Um, we talked... Uh, we didn't talk about this game. Uh, Texas Tech, minus eight and a half versus Houston. Um, this line movement's doing some funky stuff. It was at 11. Uh, it's come down. Now, Tyler uh, Show is out for the year. Their quarterback is injured, which means, what the hell is the kid's name? Oh, Beharin Morton is stepping in. Now, he played last year. He played this year. Uh, it doesn't matter. I think Houston's terrible. I think Houston okay. is terrible. Texas Tech, Texas Tech by the way, I've made some predictions this year, some good, some bad. I, I thought Texas Tech would be a threat to potentially win the Big 12. They have been dreadful, like really, really bad. Um, they get right at least for this week. All right. Um, I'm going to take Florida. Give me that one and a half. Sorry, Kentucky. So That was a weird game, but it's a weird game. I'm taking it. It's, it's, it is a weird game. I um, No, I like it. I, I, I don't have many thoughts, but I, I wanted to have a side in that, and I don't. Um, I do really like Auburn plus 14 versus Georgia. Uh, we did not talk about this game. Wow. Um, I, I 
Now, this number was at 14 and a half. I grabbed it at 14 and a half for our picks last time I checked. Let me see if it's still at 14. Better not dip to below. Oh, it's back up to 14 and a half. Oh, thank God. I got to change the locks of the week. Um, I just think Georgia, we're just assuming Georgia's going to get it together. Mm-hmm. And this slogging along shit, I think is going to catch up to them. Georgia will win. Auburn will cover. Interesting. Okay. Um, I am going to take Arkansas plus six versus Texas A&M. Texas A&M loses their starting quarterback. Arkansas has played in some pretty gritty games. Um, I, I it's their time to get get a W. I'm ready for this. I'm 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 confident. If I had to pick a super lock, this would be my super lock. Um, I love this pick. Thank this, you. I love this pick. I'm, it feels I'm, right. Like the vibes are just right. You know. The, no, the vibes are right. Um, that's a bummer, by the way. And um, like, that sucks. Like men, yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. Um, Notre Dame at Duke over fifty two. I think this could be a really fun game. I think it's the fact that the total's in the 50s. It was at 51 and a half. It's come up a little bit. Um, both the quarterbacks are pretty good. I, I wonder if Notre Dame's defense is going to take a little bit of a step back after a pretty aggressive grinding game. Um, mm-hmm. They play pretty well, though. No, both these teams are going to score. Over 52, I think that's going to cash pretty easily. I like it. Um, I'm going to take the Penn State over. Might as well. I've been riding with it over 47 points. I've been back taking to, the, back to the, the well. I'm I yeah, back to to what serves me is the overs cuz I had a rough week last week. So, I'm I it's this right. week honestly right. we're that's why I'm going with the theme and we're going dogs because besides the Penn State pick because I I I got to get some mojo back. We got to get some mojo back. Oh, I'm I'm all for it, team mojo. Um how about Ole Miss? Ole Miss, speaking of dogs, plus two and a half. Lane Kiffin emptied the tool bag against Nick Saban. Tried. Tried um, his best. LSU just plays in some batshit football games. I think this will be another. Just don't trust that LSU defense. I think Ole Miss is a more complete team at home. We overrating LSU maybe a smidge right now. It feels like it. Maybe just a smidge. Yep. Um, either way, I'm I'm on Ole Miss. Is that it, or do we have one more? Is that five? I think that's it. Okay. Um, we got her done. Some of the other picks I like, by the way, some B- BR in the locks. I am betting Iowa, minus 12 and a half. These are not official pod locks. And um, Cal, minus 12 and a half Cal. versus Arizona State. I love that game. <laughs> I, I do. I do. Um, random shit. What do you got for us? Uh, I know you went to the indoor water I got, park. What's the... I went to the indoor water park. Um, so have you ever... So with kids, right? So what was weird about it... I've gone to this one before. It's like 20 minutes from my house. We stayed overnight. Mm-hmm. So driving to a hotel that's 20 minutes away, just very disorienting. Very, very <laughs> disorienting. Like you get there, you're like, hey, we're there. Um, water park folk. I think I brought this up on the pod before. Water water park folk are interesting, man. You got you got the adults that are just there to get hammered, hammered, and you've got young kids that should not be unattended. You've got older kids that are running recklessly. It's uh, it's like a minefield as a parent, like the indoor water parks. We had a very good time. Kids were great. They had a great time. I got home and like my whole body hurt. 
Um, I was emotionally <laughs> exhausted. Uh, it was like, it was like, that was a vacation, like air quote. And that's my other thing. You talk like with parent, like when you take a vacation with kids, you have, we have to put some asterisks. Air quotes. Next yeah. To the term vacation. It doesn't count. Like I got, it doesn't count. I, as a vacation. I work on Tuesday and people are like, well, how was your vacation? It's like, buddy, like, no, no, I need a vacation from the vacation, but we still had fun. Yes. And uh, and all as well. So that was my big random shit of the week. Um, I don't have random shit, but I just wanted to tell the people that have continued to remind me that I have to sing on this podcast still um, a fight song. There are multiple people that have been reminding me in the comments of a lot of our stuff and in my own personal DMs. Um, I will wow. get around to learning those lyrics. Um, I looked it up today. Was not mentally prepared to remember it today, um, but I, I promise you guys, you will get the Alabama fight song, whatever it is. Um, yeah. So people uh, are messaging you about this? Yeah. I mean, Jason is one of them, but there's other people in my DMs as well. Two other people. Wow. I know. Do you want to hear you, want to hear you sing? Which is hilarious because like you don't want to hear me sing like. I can talk for days, and I love Patsy. the sound of this voice, but the singing voice no, is not. No, but that only makes it more like that's going to make it uh, <laughs> right. Because if I were to sing, well, it would not be good. It would be yeah, and also when it's bad. like not your team's fight song, like I could sing the Arizona one, and like you know the beat and the rhythm. But when you're like watching YouTube videos of like yeah, you're, how you're to get karaoke. the rhythm down. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, uh, fight with all your might, okay? Like, I don't know. Oh no, <laughs> I think on. an even better thing is we sing fight songs out of tune. Like we're just <laughs> we're we just like Adam sing the Rutgers fight song, like, and then <laughs> boom, no YouTube research, just there it is. Oh, that's even better. Just sing it. A I can genre. do the beat of the. I can do the beat of the Michigan one because it was my high school fight song, and I was a cheerleader. So every time we scored a touchdown, we had to do the like. Go Pinnacle High School, go fight win. Pinnacle oh, yeah. High School, we will cheer. See your shit. The you don't have a bad. That's like practice. Victory. Dun, are you dun, dun. are you workshopping your voice um, right now just to see if it'll play? Yeah, <laughs> just to test out testing, testing one two three. Yeah. No, but that's like mine. Also, like a that's me talking the fight song. But yeah, I know that every single time Michigan scores and I hear it. All I think of is like, and I can still do the the cheer that goes with it. Maybe not the toe touch part, but you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned. Did I mention my kids are singing, "In Heaven There Is No Beer"? So after Iowa wins, Iowa fans sing, "In Heaven There Is No Beer." That's why we drink it here. Like and uh, and you know, it's wow. a song. So yeah. I sing it. Okay, I I hum this around the house. I sing it and um and. <laughs> Like they're singing it in public places now, and people are getting a little alarmed when they hear okay. Jack singing in heaven I mean, there is no beer. Like great parenting, and and yeah. like uh, my Caitlin is not thrilled with the parenting. Like they're gonna sing this in school and get in trouble. It's like, well, if it's an Iowa fan, they're gonna yeah. get some some extra credit. Some yeah, but, but yes, it, like it is. be careful. You could end up. I mean, the extreme of that is like neck for <laughs> for LSU. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Which, by the way, yes, it was like we, one of my greatest we, moments of my career was when they were winning in the national championship game. Joe Burrow's on the bike, just keeping his legs warm, and they're playing, and he's doing this, oh, and yeah. like they scream out what they scream out, and if you know, you know. Um, it was probably one you of the know. coolest things I have ever witnessed, and it was hilarious. It, it is. There were children present, no. which probably isn't great, but it was awesome. 
yeah, it's that will be a like the black belt. We're like we're working right now on the orange belt of of yeah. fandom. But when they get is, to yeah, that and, and then it the, makes me uh, Dixieland delight. That's a good one. There's too. lots of now, college football, man. College football, man. Um, all right. Well, this is this will be a good week. Actually, I think this will be a weird week. There's some weirdness potential. It's not a there's great, gonna, great week. There's going to be an upset. There'll be a big I, there, upset that we do not see coming. We will be here for it. We will talk about it next week, and we will talk to you guys soon.